tuned into the greatest. You are now tuned into the greatest. Oh, 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 oh my God. It's the Fearless Podcast with Arian Simone. OMG, OMG. Welcome back to the Fearless Podcast with Arian Simone. I'm definitely honored to have this time with you guys. So technically, this show is supposed to be the Q&A show. But there was one question that I got during Q&A and I was like, oh gosh, I think that's a whole show in itself. So make sure you follow me on social media because anytime I post like in my Instagram stories, hey, Q&A time, I'll answer them on the podcast. That's what this is. So during the Q&A show, I go through and I answer you all's questions. So if you don't catch it on stories, you can always feel free to email me at info at ariansimone.com with any of your questions. I definitely don't mind answering them on the show. In addition to that, I'm about to start doing video Q&As with people, just like an Ask Arian Simone session. So you can definitely also submit if you'd like to be a part of that. That will be on video. But for today, the question we're going to go over, you guys, somebody was asking me, basically, how do you develop content for your social media? And I was like, OMG, that is a loaded question. That is not something that you can just answer um, as one of the questions on Q&A. So I'm going to go through with you guys what my personal process is. And you can definitely take whatever tips you think are best and use them for yourself. You can either apply or not apply or, you know, figure out a remix. But I'll definitely walk through, you know, what has served me well. I know also due to the timing of COVID-19 and being in the midst of a global pandemic, a lot of people are taking this time out to plan content. Some people are resting. Some people are building businesses. Some people are meditating. And some people are planning content. So I'm pretty sure that's why the question was asked, because this is definitely a good time to get a lot in the archives. Well, first things first, I want to just establish some type of foundation and you need to identify what your message is. What is it that you are trying to get out into the universe first? You need to identify your message. For example, our fearless message is a message of hope. And we're very clear on what that is. The brand of Fearless started with my own personal journey from me living out of my car for about seven months to building a PR marketing company from the ground up. And from there, this whole entity of this platform has built where we pretty much educate and curate a lot of content on the area of living your life without fear and going on to just live your dreams, you know, without limitations. So we're very clear on what our message is. Our message is one of overcoming. Our message is one of victory. Our message is one of joy. Our message is one of positive energy. We are very big on acting as if things are already done. So that's pretty much where our messaging lies. We're very in tune to our message. Um, If you can go through our social media, you will see a lot of our posts reflect the core of what I'm mentioning to you. So the first thing you definitely want to do is identify what your message is. 
the next thing you want to identify, you need to identify your audience. You need to know who you're speaking to and who you're serving. And I posted something like a long time ago that actually went viral on social media. And I was like, Erin, next time, put your name up there if this thing's going to be floating all around the universe like this. (laughs) But I put up a post and it said something to the effect of, well, actually, I won't say to the effect of, I think it flat out said, I am just here to serve the people God assigned to me. And that was just end of day. Like, I understand that I am not everybody's cup of tea and I am more than at peace with that. I understand that the people who I am to serve, that that's just who I'm to serve. And it's okay. And I'm going to do my best to my ability to serve at the maximum that I can. So you want to identify who you are speaking to. You want to have a sense of a profile person of who this is, and just some basic demographics. Early on in Fearless, we had market research because this was before you can go get an Instagram page and on the back end of a business page, it would just show you the analytics. This was way before then. So of course, we had to hire professional people to tell us from a standpoint of market research who we were speaking to. So we're very in tune to our demographic. We're very in tune to the age range of these people. We're very in tune to the ethnicities of these people. We're in tune also to their lifestyles and their behaviors. We know if our audience is an audience that's, oh, sitting up all day watching reality TV shows. We know if our audience is educated. We know what our audience has interest in outside of us because you also have to reach them at where their interests are. So we're very well aware of that, too. So once you've pretty much got those things down, you know your message, you've honed in on your message. In order for your message to be well received, you have to have consistency with your message. Like we have been screaming fearless now for some years. So you want to make sure you're definitely consistent with your message that when people see you, that they're able to identify what that message is. And you got to know who you're speaking to. You definitely have to know who you're speaking to. People only remember the speeches and the messages. Honestly, that apply to them. They do not remember the things that don't apply to them. So I'm going to take you guys through a few techniques that I have found to be very useful. These techniques are not from a creative standpoint. What I will do on one of the shows, I'll definitely bring in some of our in-house fearless team. I'll even bring in our creative director. I'll even bring in our social media manager just so they can give you guys some tips and tricks as it pertains to content. But my how my brain works I'm very big on planning. I'm very big on structure. I have a business mind. Don't get me wrong. There's a level of me that is a creative and does have creative, I would say, insight. I'm definitely a business mind. So I have to plan things out that are structured. I know if Siobhan is listening to this right now, she is definitely like, yes. Not that I over plan, but I I do plan. She thinks like, oh, we can just start and we'll build it in the air. I'm like, build it in the air. Like, no, we need to have make sure the plane is built, checked out before we even take off. What are you talking about? So this is for me. And this is something that I can definitely give to you all, especially at a time right now. I archive content. I archive content because I am very busy during the day. 
right now, Fearless, we have our venture arm, which you guys know we invest in women of color businesses at a pre-seed seed and series A level. And when you're in the midst of running a business like that, it is taking up your time. <laughs> just flat out, it's taking up your time. So I don't have the kind of time in the day to stop and just ponder and think, oh, what would be cute? What would be these captions and what photos? Oh, no, 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 no. I can tell you what's going on my Instagram page next weekend, the week after, because I have an app called Preview and I have things programmed in there. That's just how I personally have to operate. Like I said, that's just me. Somebody else may operate differently. You may be able to do all in the moment. Now, don't get me wrong. There's things that I do in the moment, but there's things that are also planned so that I also have basically a catalog, a backup of things to upload. So one thing I can say as far as just like archiving would be one of my biggest tips. So a lot of you guys have seen my fearless life tips before on YouTube and it went on for about like a year, maybe a year and a half. And the reason why you see me in the same outfit in like four or five videos is because I sat there and did more than one at a time. In all complete transparency, I sat there for two days and did all of them. So I would go, to, I would do like five videos, go to my room, change my clothes, come right back out to the living room and keep taping. And that's how I did the fearless life tip. So whether, so though you may have saw them for a year and a half, I knocked out 52 in a day or two because I knew I had to have enough content for the year. For me and my schedule, I can't stop every week and just do something like that. Of course, right now, don't get me wrong, during shelter in place and COVID-19, you have nothing to do but be in the house. So you have the opportunity to do that. But my regular schedule, it's, it's busy. You know, it's definitely, it's filled with a lot of productivity. I'm running businesses. I'm checking on businesses that we're investing in. I'm tending to my family, which people know I'm a very big family person. I have things to do. And it doesn't always consist of me remembering to stop and videotape. And I understand that I'm at the luxury of having a team. And you may be a one-woman show at this point or a one-man show at this point. So, And if you are, like I say, I archive even though I have help. I encourage you to archive if that helps you out, even if you have help or don't have help. But I know if you don't have help, that that's definitely a very good tool that you can put into play. Knock things out, have things lined up so that you have things stored to distribute. Another thing I can go over like our current plan right now, right now with COVID-19, we are, if you're on our email list and if you're not, go sign up at fearlessbrand.co and you will notice that we send out a fearless message of hope every morning, every single morning. When all of this happened in the world, my father messaged me like, you all need to be sending out daily messages. I'm like, daddy, we already had the discussion. We're actually on it. <laughs> He's always interjecting, saying, you need to do this. Hey, you invest and you check out this business. I'm like, daddy, okay. So either way, everybody knows my family. My parents are very much very big cheerleaders of what I do. But yes, so when he said that, I'm like, we already have this in the works. With that being said, you may get them every morning and they're timeless messages. So whether you get the message this morning or you get it in two weeks from now, the message still has power. So you want to be mindful like this is a tip within a tip. The tip here is always have things that are also timeless. 
There are things that will happen during life, but have some messages and have some content that if you were to go back and repurpose and recycle, it is relevant today. So our fearless life tips, if you hear a lot of them, maybe I may have, I know I'm I'm human, so I know I messed up in probably a couple where I may have referenced something that was time sensitive or time relevant. But outside of that, the majority of them just cover principles that can be used today, tomorrow, 2050, 2100. It just is what it is. So I make sure that there's definitely timeless content. These fearless messages of hope, trust me, even after COVID-19, we will still be producing the daily fearless message of hope because there's timeless messages that are in there. So that's something I want to tell you guys that we have in our current plan. We're sending those out, a daily message of hope. Technically, when it comes to email marketing, you don't want to send something out every day. But the fact that we're just, we're not selling, we're just sending something to encourage you and we do it at the top of the day. So it doesn't feel like we're bombarding your email email box as well too. It's just a daily message of encouragement. And honestly, we get so much great feedback. People email in in the droves. Like, oh my gosh, this message is for me. Thank you so much. Please keep this coming. Please keep us encouraged. Sometimes people just want encouragement. So the next thing I want to go over, so we went over archiving, we went over, and I gave you guys like the tip how I did the 52 all in a weekend setting or a two-day setting, Um, our current plan as well too. Now I want to go over distribution channels. Distribution channels are where you're choosing for your content to live. Your content may live on your website. Your content may be living on Instagram. It may be living on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. It may be living wherever, but you need to determine what your distribution channels are for your content. You need to definitely take that into consideration. So for us right now, we're distributing across every social media outlet there is. We don't currently run a blog or anything of that sort. We never really got into the consistency of the maintenance of it. And part of it is because we've spent so much time maintaining all of the social media and just more so meeting the people where they're at. So when you establish your distribution channels, you want to also be mindful of one, your capacity, and two, where is everybody listening to you at? If you have majority of your audience on one platform, you have to make sure that you feed them there more than you do other places. So you want to be very mindful of that. Distribution channels. You still, like I said, you want to be mindful of where most people are at, but you still want to make sure that you have reached across the board. So let me give you an example. This podcast right now that you are listening to with all these tips, you will see some of this in an email like some of it, probably what I'm discussing right now, like the tips laid out, transcribed in an email. You'll also see me, I may talk about these same exact tips on YouTube. You may see, well, no, not not you may, you will hear the audio, like a clip of this on Instagram. You'll hear like a clip of this on Facebook. You'll get a clip of this on LinkedIn and a clip of this on TikTok, right? So you take one piece of content that can live many places. 
So, so often you think, oh gosh, don't feel the stress of, dang, I got to go create something now for TikTok. I got to go create something now for Instagram, something now for Facebook. No, you want to figure out how you can not just repurpose old content, but repurpose existing content to live in multiple spaces. So say if you do a video for YouTube, that clip needs to be on IGTV. A piece of that needs to be on LinkedIn. A piece needs to be on Facebook. A piece of that needs to be on TikTok. Oh, and don't forget about Twitter. You may pull a quote that you want to post from that video on there and post the video itself too. So you can find one piece of content that can be basically repurposed and across multiple platforms. So you want to be mindful of that as well too. Another thing when it comes to content that I want to discuss with you guys is monetization. Yes, monetization. For example, you are listening to this podcast, but I record my podcast on the Anchor platform. That's something I would advise you as well too. Anchor also has monetization options where the ads that are placed on the podcast can generate basically money for your pocket based upon your audience. So your podcast is a way for you to also monetize as well. In addition to everybody knows that YouTube has monetization. So after you've gotten a certain amount of subscribers and a certain amount of viewership, that YouTube runs ads during your whatever it is content you're speaking about or showing or displaying, and you receive cash for that in exchange. Also, Facebook on your fan page, they are now monetizing. I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but as you get to a certain amount of likes and a certain amount of viewerships on there as well too, they are definitely running ads um, against the content that you can benefit off of financially too. So those are three ways that your content can monetize. So you also want to be mindful of that. If you're doing it just from the standpoint of giving, don't get me wrong, we do our content from the standpoint of giving, but on the back end, we do turn on our monetization. Our content is definitely a place where we don't hold back. And that's the thing. Sometimes people think, oh, gosh, well, if I'm in the industry where we're selling information, do I just always give a teaser on social and then hold back all basically the big stuff for a course or or something else? We give out as much as possible, to be truthful. When we when it comes to our courses and things that we charge for, what we're more so charging for is the access to me and my team at the end of the day. Reason why, if we have to take time out for a one-on-one, we know that that takes time out for our day. And at that point, we're now exchanging time for money. So it's the access in which we're definitely more so charging for. But as far as content, we distribute content all the time. We are always giving a message of hope. We are always teaching whatever's going on, whether it's from investment tips we may give as far as like different things of how to set up your deck. If you're an entrepreneur, different things that we may be looking for. We have those discussions. That's not something that we would ever charge for. But we do have to charge when it comes to, oh, you need an hour session and you need to actually talk to me. Okay, my day is full, but the access to me, of course, costs. Oh, you want a wellness session? You need to talk to Siobhan or Janae on the team? You know what? They have plenty going on too, but if you need them in that capacity, that type of access is going to cost. So don't get shy with your content. Educate as much as you can. Empower as much as you can. You want to always be giving and always be serving as much as possible. Another way that you can monetize off your content is through brewing partnerships. Everybody always asks me, oh my gosh, Arian, how did you get these brand partners? How did you get these brand partners? Reality is I don't know. 
that's just the honest to God truth. Every time somebody calls me or emails me, I'm like, well, where the heck did you find me at? And I say that only because there are people out here with over a million followers, with millions of followers, but yet I still end up with, you know, even way more brand partners than them. And I asked, like recently, Dale reached out for a partnership and they're like, I said, well, where did you find me at? I asked Staples the same thing too. I asked everybody. And they're like, oh, well, we were look. They, they give this generic answer. We were looking for people who can identify with our message. We just knew that you would align and you had a powerful voice. And I'm like, okay, can somebody just tell me, where, is there a list floating around or something? Because if so, I'd like to talk to you, to everybody who's getting this list. But anywho, back to this. Um, I don't necessarily know how people are getting individual brand partners. Other than the fact, I do know some people are assigned to agencies. I've yet to sign with an agency and I just pretty much get inbound. That's how we'll, we'll choose, you know, which brand partner options we're taking or not taking because people actually just email us. But there are agencies out there. I do know that for people with brands and people that, have, um, that are influencers. So there are options out there where people are actively seeking. But those are another that's basically I'm having this conversation because there is an opportunity to make money through branded content. When it comes to the content that you're putting out on your website and social media, a lot of companies and I do a brand partnership course, but our course is more focused on event activation and larger deals. Not that these can't be large deals, but the course is basically it's due to the fact that when we had our first conference, the bill was like about a half million dollars. I was just like, okay, who's paying for that? Figure this out. And we had to basically roll up our sleeves and strap up our boots and figure it out. And then from there, I just learned different skill sets and different techniques and ways to get in front of different corporations and brand partners to strike those deals. Now, some of those techniques can definitely apply for your personal brand and you can check them out that way. But that course, basically, the meat of that course is on, you know, basically large, large activations and how that they, those two marry. But there are a lot of bloggers. I'm not a blogger. Um, there are a lot of blog. I entered this influence space, I guess you would say, by default. I wasn't trying to be popular. This is just what happened. Um but there are a lot of influencers, a lot of bloggers. Then you can check out people you may be following and just see when they have that in paid partnership by. Check out those companies. See if your message is similar to their message. Because if it is, reach out. Say, hey, I see that you guys are trying to speak to an audience of female entrepreneurs. I see that you guys are trying to speak to an audience of male entrepreneurs. I see that you're trying to speak to an audience of today's youth. I have a platform that is very similar. Um, check it out. So I definitely say just go for it in the event of we've just received inbound. Nothing's wrong with reaching out at all. We just haven't taken the time out due to capacity to reach out. But that is definitely a way um, that you can be compensated for your content as well, too. So those are just my personal tips as far as content is concerned. Since the question was asked, identify your message, identify your audience, archive as much as you can. It's just a personal thing. Um, make sure you have a lot of timeless content, things that can definitely be repurposed. Make sure you have content that can spread over your distribution channels and definitely be aware of where you can receive financial reward from your content as well, too. 
Well, that is pretty much it. That was a question that was asked to me on social media for the podcast. I hope this was helpful helpful to you in the event this was a subject area that you wanted to listen to. I will be back with a couple other people from our team to speak on this. Another question that I was given during Q&A was about stocks. I do not I do not proclaim to be a professional <laughs> by any means, but I will have one of my girlfriends on that picks out great stocks and definitely is very more well-versed in this area than myself um, to come on with me soon. But yeah, stay tuned. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. I know this wasn't our typical show. I hope you all still enjoyed it. Give us five stars and until next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Fearless Podcast with Arian Simone. Subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review.